what could speed this process up? Exactly the top-down solutions. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, first, we created the right regulations to, to mm -hmm. make things happen. Second, we uh, government incentives, institutions, uh, non-governmental institutions, etc., to help educate people. We need people education. Brazil now we have reverse logistics. Now we, we are doing very good in, in, in schedule reverse logistics, but the, the, the wastes are not getting in the quantity we wanted them to get, you know, because people is still using the old way, the old fashion. People, uh, they are not willing to go out of the, the house to go to some place to deliver a recyclable. They want to keep the recyclable out of their uh, house and that's it. This is the maximum they do, you know. In Brazil, we have a, a group of people called it catadores. And that's the scavengers. So they go to uh, each house to get these sacks of recyclable. So in organics, we do in the boxes that are the mechanical collection for the, the organics. That's the mayor and the recyclers we, we, we continue to keep in our door and these scavengers goes to collect and go to the recycler. We need to educate these guys also to manage and to handle recycles for the, in, a, in a correct way, you know, because these guys need to be educated on, they cannot burn plastics, they cannot, you know, uh, they cannot mess, they cannot leave uh, recyclables in the weather they need to have a cover place. They need to have a cement place mm -hmm. because still people is leaving this in the earth. And then there are metal, uh, heavy metals after rain, go through electronics and go to the soil. So there is, uh, so the, uh, today we have 200 million people in Brazil. We have maybe in Latin America, we have around uh, uh, a billion, maybe a billion people or 800 million people. So uh, there is no, no fastest, fastest way then have several institutions being responsible to educate. Educate and inform people about the laws that are being created so people now understand. We need to segregate. We need to have places. We need to have uh, collection baskets. So probably government could finance collection baskets. You know, and there are some punctual actions government can invest so people can go there and do their uh, thing. Later on, once we have this uh, started, then we can implement traceability like uh, you do in Europe. Probably, you know, our, our fashion according to our money. But we need traceability because we need to see who is doing and who is not. Who is going the zoo, you know? So we, we can go better and educate better until a point that, okay, everybody's trained. Now penalties are going to start. Now we can implement penalties because we educated people first. 
We make conscious, we repeat it, we tested the system. The system works. I come back to the people did, who didn't do AA, I got you. Let's educate again. Then, okay, last warning, sign here. <laughs> Now we go. Right? And what, what do you think? Uh, so, because what you're saying, it's all very nice. Like, I think they're a great idea. So a little side note, who's listening? Uh, Marcelo's sister lives in Italy, in north of Italy. And the little microchip he's referring to is a microchip inserted on a bag that it's for unrecyclable waste so that the, the municipality responsible for it can check if you and I, for instance, have inserted some paper that could have been recycled, but instead I decided to throw it in the everything bag. And so I get fined for doing that instead of properly dividing the bags. So, and, that, and that's very useful, but it's something that unfortunately doesn't happen all over Italy. So that's, again, something that, as you said, it's very crucial to be able to trace. But then I imagine how culture plays a big role. The reason why some regions, always in Italy, like if you make an example in Europe, in the south of Italy, it's very hard to go to a more traditional family, even in, even in some in the north that don't do it. Like it is not about north or south, but the fact that some towns maybe are not approaching this the same way. How, how can we educate in a way that doesn't seem like you're... you're uh, If you're not taking away space for things that are considered to be more important, like the lack of job or the, so a lot, a lot of the criticism in climate action is that we're so focusing on the climate and the earth that we're forgetting that society has a big issue. Like kids are not eating, kids don't go to school. You know, there's uh, so many bad laws. There are, there are so many uh, horrible things happening in the world. And so we're taking pressures, attention away from that. I don't believe that's happening, as in we can still speak of both because better environment, we've been, you know, research says that better environment, better, better society we live in, more balanced. So what, what do you think we can help achieve a better communication in that, especially in, in, in Latin America, as you know, the, the countries you're representing at the moment? Yeah. So uh, then combines data and then combines with education. And then you say, people, people, okay, you are unemployed. What if we do, and there is a, a gigantic sector that can employ a lot of people that's recycling, yeah. that's environmental, you know? People see environmental and something, oh, I need to spend money on environmental. No, this is an industry. This is a sector. This, can, this moves billions of billions of dollars today to be trillions tomorrow, must be trillions tomorrow, <laughs> you know? And so, guys, there will be jobs for you. So this is, this is a, today is a, a behavioral thing I'm giving to you. Tomorrow, it will be your future. Tomorrow, you can work for this industry. Tomorrow, you know, you can make the classes. We also... The training means classes. We can form, when we say the scavengers, we can professionalize them. We can train them to be workers, to be waste specialists. So we divert to this uh, waste lixo, uh, you know, the, 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 the bad part of it. And, okay, this is a product. This is not waste. This is a product that generates money. That is my job to make this happen. And I get paid I have social security. I have several things the other workers have. I mean, not a 
hysteria in the market. I'm not, uh, you know, other in the other side of the, the, the society. I am in the society. This is a work. Okay. So, uh, and then one, one thing that is, I like the most on the chip, you generate data. Then you can generate to your mayor. Hey, X percent of your people do, X percent of your people doesn't do. What are you going to do about it? You know, it's each uh, comune, comune, each comune, okay? Uh, Milan, oh, 60% do the right thing, 40% is still wasting in the wrong. Guys, you need to do something. We have the data. Data is in the ship. This is exactly data. What do you do about it? Oh, guys, this is an emergency. Now I need to hire people. I need you to, to make campaigns. I need to train people. I need to do 60, 40 is a very bad situation. Oh, in the south of Italy is worse because it's 80, 20. Now we need to focus on the south. Okay. And, okay, one part is tell people, hey, we need, we need to, to take care of waste. And the other party, hey, can be your job. I can hire you to do that. I can hire you to, to, to make this happen. So this is economics and this is social as well. You know, again, uh, uh, I don't know how many waste, you, you know, electronic waste, that's like an example you, you recycle in Italy. I believe it's 20%. I don't know. But uh, it's three, there is a, 3% out of a million and a half tons generated in Brazil for electronics every year. So if we have 100%, we need to have industries. We need to have, uh, you know, recyclers. We need to have a metal recovery of the boards. We need to have a lot of batteries uh, recycling. Now we are bringing electronic cars. Do you imagine how much waste of uh, lithium-ion batteries we're going to have? That's a very good point you make because people are like looking at electronic cars, electric cars, sorry, as the future, but nobody's really questioning what are we going to do with like solar panels. Yeah. The, 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 you know, something shocking to say solar panels are not really the solution, but not because they're not good. It's because when they stop, you know, what, what happens when we can't do much about it? So, you know, exactly. what's, what's the future going to be there? Yeah, I, I don't want I don't need to use this, but we are transferring the, the pollution from the air to the batteries. Batteries are going to become a pollution, you know. Uh, so if we don't plan now, you know, uh, as, as also a, a VP on my, my company, we are now contacting automotive industries that will implement cars in Brazil, electric cars, to start now the plan to collect the batteries and start the process from the beginning. So we don't wait until we have a pile of batteries with no destination possible for them, mm -hmm. you know? Because, so then uh, we, we are making, a, a, we made a, a plant in the United States to recycle batteries. We are working with partners in Belgium. We are working partners with Germany that already have a, a, a scale process to do uh, battery recycling, you know, and I cannot name it the companies for this. Of course. This. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, this company in Belgium is one of the biggest of the world and they are refurbishing their battery plant to recycle car batteries. So we are in very close contact with them to export. And then we work with our government and Belgian government or, or European Union government to allow transportation to, to go 
to allow my lithium-ion batteries to go to that plant, that huge plant, to produce. You know, so we don't we don't have a risk to uh, landfilling these batteries here. Yeah. Or, or in the future, when people see, oh, Latin America generating millions and millions of tons, okay, we make a factory in Latin America, we make a factory in some places here, you know? But again, educa ed education and planning, planning and data. People need to understand. If you, if you ask how many people knows how much waste is generated and how much waste is not going to recycling, at least people will wake up a little. Yes, exactly. And that's part of the mission that we have about communicating and informing at best. So definitely what you're saying is very crucial. So I'm going to ask you one last question. And I think, so a lot of what you're saying has to do also with theory of circular economy. So you work with that theories as well. For those listening, circular economy is the uh, approach by which you close the loop. So you, you are allowed to... Uh, reduce the amount of waste and damage produced because you either make less waste just by having a product that can last longer or that can can uh, not be disposed in some way or another or can go back to the manufacturing company or the waste that is produced can again go back to the manufacturing company or as you were saying Marcelo uh, is recycled properly so do you think that circular economy as a new topic as a new theory is the future completely uh, for example, uh, the United, EPA on the United States made a very interesting uh, pyramid called inverse pyramid of priorities, okay? When they say, okay, what do you do when, when somebody discards something? You first see if the product can be reused. So you clean up, you take the, let's, let's make a laptop an example, okay? This laptop is still functional. Okay, this is, I don't know, court duo, it's very old but still receives internet. Okay, people won't buy it, but the industry can buy to use in their production lines. So why not, you know? So this goes. And then, no, this, this uh, laptop is all too old because, and cannot be catch internet anymore, or uh, it's broken and beyond economical repair. So we tear down and, okay, this motherboard can be reused. So this motherboard can be resold to another. Oh, the processor memories, hard drives, uh, LCDs can be reused, can be repurposed, can be, you know, after these two steps, then you go to the first step of recycling. Then you send the recyclable items. Can everything be recycled? What can be recycled go to recycling, you know? Uh, uh, okay, the, 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 the boards that are not working, goes to precious metal recovery. And then you get the phenolite, that's the plastic part of the circuit board, can, it degradates, it doesn't recycle, but they become a powder that can be used in waste to energy. So then we separate. Uh, batteries, we can recover cells, we tear down the batteries. Batteries are cells, we can get the good cells, make another battery that can be resold. What to do with bad cells? Recycling, go to next and so on. So this is an exercise. Every part of the exercise you can reuse, repurpose, etc., or recycle, generating a product to come back to the market is circular economy. Every part. 
So this is fundamental, and this is something that will become also a sector in the in the in the economy. Must for our health, must must, but it's growing two digits right now. You know, it's it's growing two digits right now, but people is still resisting on. It's old. I don't want it. You know, um, in Brazil, what incentive? Okay, you bought your iPhone eight. Okay. Uh, do you have a nephew? Okay, give it the iPhone to the nephew. Nephew will use this. Then when nephew is tired because he now becomes iPhone 20 and he wants the iPhone 20, okay, the eight can go to the maid because the maid has an old Android, even older, you know, and this can go along. We incentive this, you know, give a used phone as gift. Give an old yeah. laptop as gift, you know? Yes. And then, mm-hmm. and then, also, uh, do you know that your laptop can be sold to 300 reais? You can get 200 reais. So people also have start to have this culture to resell stuff, you know, which is good. As, as a culture, you know? reselling products, sure, yeah. Yes, like Americans does when they move, they put everything on the front of the house and then people start to, to buy stuff, you know, uh, you can do with electronics. You can go to, to some places. There are some sites already and some startups that are collecting and reselling or closing the two gaps, the user that's selling to the buyer that can, can buy. Yeah. You know, uh, we have a Mercado Livre in Brazil that you can sell user phones. You can sell user uh, laptops to people, you know? So this is a starting so then, because let's say, if you uh, don't reuse things that are usable, you still waste energy because you are doing the wrong thing. Even recycling, you are, you are spending energy, spending resources, spending electricity, spending everything to make it recyclable. Yes. And with no need, could last more. We need to get this conscience. Another, responsible consumption. Do I need to buy it? Very good Do point. I, oh, I see, yeah. I see a wonderful laptop. I love it. Wow, it's an ultra book. I7, you know, one terabyte SSD, the fastest in the market. But do I need it? My 500 gigs ultra book older generation is doing the job. Why do I want this? Why do I spend $4,000 for a MacBook? You know, why? If I need, okay. If I don't need, don't need. So people need, we need to also think responsibly regarding consumption. Consumption also leads to wrong decisions on recycling, wrong decisions on discarding, you know? So uh, this is what uh, I engaged. uh, So I engaged to this several stuff uh, uh, to make sure I can pass my experience. I can pass experience to people. I can make people learn because I'm 66 year, 56 year old. In short term, it's not my problem anymore because I'll be retired. But uh, my kids will have the responsibility to deal with the mess I create. So I need to inform them, hey guys, sorry, I made a mess. Now you guys need to make this mess better. You know, so I will help you with what I can, 
to make this yes. happen. So for those listening, please make sure to be a responsible consumer and know where your things come from and how what's going to happen after. So always asking good question. Also, uh, at the end of the day is also the message that, yes, wherever we come from, we can make a difference in asking at least the right question and pressuring in the right people. Your municipality should be responsible. Your government should be responsible. And fair enough, especially if you're in a position where we can ask those questions because we have just uh, time and, and also the space to do it, then even, even better. So, Marcelo, thank you very much for your time today. It was a pleasure listening to you. Uh, I'm sure that you. your experience also will definitely give a different perspective uh, from a different place uh, in the world, which I think it's very important and it's part of our mission to make as most voices heard as possible because more inclusive with this conversation, then more solutions can we find uh, when we handle challenges. So thank you very much. Count on me. Uh, we, we are available to talk to people as much as we can spread some messages and discuss. Uh, nobody here is the owner of the truth. We can discuss. But uh, let's put something to discuss and make things happen. You know? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm available anytime. You know, let's, let's make this happen. Thank you. Thank you. For those listening, you can also watch the other interviews on YouTube. You can follow us on social media. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.